Christian Parenting. Aloha, friends. Welcome to the Monica Swanson Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you'll be encouraged. Hey friends, if you struggle to find time to read the Bible, or maybe like me, you do devotions in the morning, but then you could use a little more scripture in your day, I want to make sure you know about the Dwell Bible app. What makes Dwell so special is that they read the Bible to you, and you can choose from all different books of the Bible, different plans. They even have Dwell Daily, which is a daily devotional. And what really sets Dwell apart is that they have a variety of voices. You can have read the Bible to you. Over time, I've listened to Rosie the most. She is soft and relaxed and makes you feel like you're sitting by a fireside being read to. I also love Amber's voice. It's comforting and eloquent. So good. And then you can also choose what you want in the background, whether it's music or white noise. I love hearing the piano being played while I listen to the Bible being read to me. Pretty special. Dwell has something for everyone, men, women, and even children. So go over to dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson to receive your 25% discount today. Again, that's dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson for your 25% discount. I know you're going to love it. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Proverbs 14, 23. This is just kind of a a cool statement. I like to read things like this in Proverbs. It says, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Um, (laughs) it's fun just to like, when you, when you, when you read a verse like that and you highlight it and you write it down on a piece of paper, um, you can be talking with someone one day and kind of maybe getting a little bit ahead of yourself. And then you'll remember (laughs) that verse and go, hold up. Mere talk leads to poverty. Maybe I should actually do something about what I'm talking about and just you know, bite your tongue and just kind of go, all right, I'm going to go surf now, or I'm going to go do school now. (laughs) Um, Instead of talking about what I'm doing, I'm going to go do it. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am looking at the calendar and realizing this is going to come out on July 5th. Oh my goodness, where is time going? So I hope you had a great 4th of July and this summer is just flying by. At least here in Hawaii, most schools start up at the end of July or early August. So hold on tight. Let's enjoy it. I hope everybody's doing good, and I hope you brought some kids along with you today. Or at least after you listen, maybe you can send this to somebody you care about. But we are kicking off a new series that I have been looking forward to for a long time. We are doing Proverbs in the month of July with the Swanson boys. And I have a special download um, with some Proverbs fun on it for the kids. So be sure to go over to show notes where you can get a printable. And I think you'll have fun going over that with your kids this month. All right. So the plan is, again, I'm recording this one a little in advance. So If things go as planned, today we have Luke, who is 19 years old with us. Next week, we're going to have Jonah, my 21-year-old, and the following week will be Josiah, who's 23. And by the time that comes out, he'll be 24. He has a July birthday. He and Jonah both do. Uh, Levi might end up sitting this one out. We haven't figured that out. But um, in the fourth 
week of the month, it'll be back to Raising Amazing and chapter four. And so really this month is super special and I hope you enjoy and I hope your kids enjoy as well. I'm going to let Luke introduce himself. Many of you know Luke is a professional surfer. He lives at home some of the year and he travels the world much of the year. And also as we record, it's kind of fun because we are midway through a really important contest. And because we had to turn in this episode for all the production stuff right away, we squeezed this in between his opening day of a contest in Honolulu. And then tomorrow he goes into the next rounds. So um, it's an exciting time for our family. And uh, you get to hear from Luke on this fun day in the middle. So I hope you enjoy this. And again, be sure to go to show notes, get your printable. think you'll enjoy that. And Uh, keep coming back this month. I know many of you are traveling and busy, but I think it's going to be a month you'll want to come back for. So thanks for being here. Thanks for taking time to hang out with us. And without further ado, here's Luke Swanson and I talking about wisdom from Proverbs. I hope you enjoy. All right, Luke, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, mom. I'm happy to be here. It's been a little while. Yeah, it has. I don't know how long, but a while. I think it was just before Christmas. You were here right before the holidays, so we're looking at half a year. Wow. Too long. That doesn't, that felt a lot more recent than that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've been busy. Uh Uh-huh. But today we get to kick off a special kind of mini series here on the podcast, and I'm super excited to do this first episode on Proverbs and how practical Proverbs are for our lives and just the power of God's Word at work in our lives. And so thank you for joining us for this. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Proverbs is one of my favorite books of the Bible, for sure. Yeah. Well, before we dive in and talk about Proverbs, maybe you can catch people up a little bit on what you've been doing and what's going on in your life. Um for those who are new here, you can even like just give the quick intro, who you are, how old you are, and, and what your life looks like. Okay. Yeah. My name is Luke Swanson. I'm the third of four children of Monica Swanson. And kind of kind of the youngest. Youngest for a while before Levi grew up. Um because there's a gap. There's like six and a half years. Mm-hmm. So okay. And I'm 19 years old. I am currently pursuing a professional surfing career, which is um, probably the most exciting (laughs) attribute of (laughs) me. But um, yeah, the last few months um, I've spent traveling uh, at the beginning of the year, or not really the beginning, maybe like early spring, February, March, I traveled to Tahiti for competition that was a pretty big one for me. And I got a pretty good result there. I got th- an equal third there, which was pretty big for those of you who maybe are wondering. And then um, since then, I came home and then I went again on another trip to Australia for a full month where I was basically following the world tour, which is like the highest um, level of competition in surfing. And though I wasn't competing in it, I got to kind of follow it. And uh, I was staying with different friends who were competing in the events or watching the events. And so I got to just kind of experience that firsthand for about a month. And then from there, I went to Indonesia for a couple of weeks um, where I was just surfing and kind of um, sharpening my tools and trying to get better. And then I came home 
And I'm currently in the event period for kind of the next big event that I've had this year, the second big event I've had this year, which is another um, qualifying series event um, for the Hawaii region. And I did my first heat yesterday, and I haven't even done my second heat yet. So it's kind of a fun little like intermission. You have a day as well. off. Yeah. And yesterday, how'd you do? Yesterday, I did good. I made my first heat, um, which was a big confidence boost. Felt good to shake off the nerves, and I'm hoping I can keep it up and go all the way. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're so excited for tomorrow. And by the time this comes out, we'll have results for that. Mm -hmm. And then also another exciting thing coming up about the time this comes out, or maybe just before it, you have another trip, but to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do, um, I guess my first ever debut, my debut, um, for an on the road, I guess, speaking event, speaking, I'm, I'm going to go to, um, a youth conference, conference, um, in Southern California in San Diego. And I get to be a part of a workshop where I get to just kind of share my story about my surfing and about my walk with God and uh, yeah, and just how those two have um, just a couple thousand people gonna be there. I don't, I don't think I'll have <laughs> at the thousands conference. at yeah. the conference. I'm hoping I don't have thousands of people in front of me, <laughs> but um, it's gonna be so much fun. And I would be shouting out the event, but this will come out when it's done. But yeah. what, do you want to just share what it's called for yeah. next year? I mean, the youth conference is called Future Quest, and mm-hmm. it'll be hosted by Foothills Church in San Diego. So yes, in El Cajon, in El where Cajon. I have done some speaking. Great yeah. people there. Which, um, needless to say, I maybe has helped out in the no invite way. here You've got from a fan you club speaking there, there in the past. No, no, no. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. Well, Super if I'm ever if I'm ever a big speaker one day, I'm sure you'll want be wanting to take the credit at that point. You know, by then, you know who we'll give credit to? We're doing an online course. Levi and Luke both. Oh through yeah. Drew IEW has a new public speaking course that we are doing. Mhm. Yep. We're so glad. Sharpening the tools. Yeah, we're so thankful for IEW. They got you covered in writing and speaking and super fun. Levi's doing their grammar too, which I'll be talking more homeschooling soon. I'm going to do a blog post where I give all the updates on Levi's homeschool stuff. But all that to say, also, if you're new here, Levi, Levi, Luke, the one who I'm talking to here, (laughs) he graduated from high school a year ago, homeschooled all the way through. So, um, and you are doing some college courses. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. As of today, I'm actually enrolling in um, online college kind of a little bit more, um, not full time, but more time than I was before, yeah. I guess. I've, I've kind of had, um, I've been kind of on and out, uh, in and out of doing college classes last year. call it a gap year. year? Yeah, I mean, I was doing some school for sure, but yeah. um, taking on a little bit more of a workload, at least for this uh, next semester. and You've got three college classes under your belt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, you're doing great. We're going to get mm-hmm. him an education <laughs> while he's surfing. So <laughs> yep. anyway. Exciting stuff. It is. Okay. So this month, I'm like giddy. I've been super excited to spend the month of July talking about Proverbs because anyone who's read Boy Mom or Raising Amazing knows that we have really spent a lot of time talking about Proverbs in our family. And as you boys grew up, uh, we asked you to try to read a chapter a day whenever Mm -hmm. you could going through the calendar because there's 
31 chapters of Proverbs, and so it's easy to just choose whatever day of the month it is and read that chapter. And so we talk about that. And so between Luke and Jonah and Levi, we're going to cover a few different aspects of Proverbs. And Luke gets to just start by sharing some of his favorite Proverbs and maybe how they've encouraged him and how um, maybe they've even impacted him in his travels and his life as he is pursuing this surf career. And then we've got a special download for all of you that you'll find over in show notes where you can um, practice some Proverbs with your own kids. Kids who are listening, hope that these are encouraging to you. So Luke, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, well, I I think I'd like to first start by just saying that um, Bible reading um, and just biblical knowledge um, growing up has been probably the biggest thing that you and dad have encouraged me and um, the brothers to, um, you know, do and to learn about. And, um, and I think that's probably the biggest pillar of um, security and um, wisdom and um, yeah, I don't know, character that we've, we've, we've um, had, like just reading the Bible and daily Bible reading. And uh, I mean, really what it feels like for years has been like so much of what I read in the Bible comes from Proverbs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you and dad have always encouraged us to read Proverbs, um, especially those days where, you know, we might be feeling a little bit faster paced and we're on the, we're on the road or we're going and you guys are always like, well, then just read a, read a chapter of Proverbs. If you mm-hmm. don't have time to do an in-depth big Bible study, just read a chapter of Proverbs and, and, um, and, and, you know, learn from that and gain mm-hmm. from that and pray over it. And every single chapter of Proverbs is loaded mm-hmm. with so much wisdom and information. And um, if, if anyone has ever told me that they think that I'm, you know, beyond my years or whatever in in Mm -hmm. wisdom or anything like that it's 100 percent because of proverbs Mm -hmm. and and i would credit so much of it to um what i've learned in proverbs awesome and yeah i just love that book so much so um i was just telling you beforehand that i have so much different highlights throughout the whole book he's like how many can i share and i don't know (laughs) yeah and i don't know um how many we'll be able to get through but i definitely have a few that i like and i just you know so much of it is so practical and mm-hmm. so helpful in totally. everyday life. And What's amazing is it was written so long ago, and yet it applies to mm-hmm. our world today yeah. so much. Yeah, I mean, I like to think of Proverbs as basically like do's and don'ts from, you know, the wisest people of all time. I mean, uh-huh. Solomon was considered the wisest man ever, mm-hmm. you know, by God himself. So that's right. basically, I like to think of it as just practical wisdom and mm-hmm. and do's and don'ts for everyday life and uh and the more you read it the more it's in your brain and the more it's in your brain the more it just comes about mm-hmm. when you're talking to people when you're deciding on things yep. um and yeah just planning out your life so i'm really excited to share a couple of verses um i thought maybe a fun one just to start with um just given i'm doing a competition right now and um you know, I had a pretty successful contest early in the year, um, and early in the book in pro of, in the book of Proverbs uh, is Proverbs two seven, and this is the NIV version, and it is He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. Mm. And um, there's there's a lot of different ways you can look at the Bible and try to um, interpret it as um, 
I don't know, maybe, maybe like, is the prosperity gospel the right kind of word to use where people take something that's mm-hmm. in the Bible and then kind of mold it to fit a narrative that basically means they're going to be blessed if they right. check the boxes or do the right things, right? And, yeah. And I, I definitely don't believe in that. Um, I definitely think that there's hardship in life and that See, we live in a broken world. But 100%, if there's anything I've learned um, growing up, it's that when my heart and my um, focus and my attention is on God and, and honoring Him, whether the situation is good or bad, that things end up usually going mm. better. And mm-hmm. I end up being surprised by blessings and um, whether that's good results or just good relationships or... Um, A lesson learned. Or... Yes, exactly. So yes. many different things. So, um, you know... Uh, Read it one more time. Yeah. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. I just think that it's a confidence for believers to think that the more they strive for righteousness and the more they try to walk blamelessly before God Mm. and and walk in conviction, the more they can expect to be blessed and for their life to have, you know. Yes, Good, good fortune, yes. if that makes sense. And I think it's fair to say even, let's just using your surf contest as an example, if you were to get out early, there can still you can still see success when you feel good about how you approach things, what your attitude was, where your heart was. Like success yeah, can yeah, come exactly. in so many so, ways. So that's, I, yeah, that's and a it's great like this, point. this pure... Con- clean conscience, knowing like, man, yeah. that was a successful contest, even though the results aren't what I wanted in my own mind. Yeah. But sometimes they also are what. Yeah. So let's just, let's just put it like this. Let's say I got out right in the next round or whether it was yesterday, if I got out in my first round, success isn't determined by my result in that heat. When I look at the word success in there, I think of, um, I think of, I mean, it's a very general term, I guess, success, but it, it just means um, blessed, I guess, mm-hmm. mean, being yeah. blessed. And if my um, God-given desire to be a surfer is what I continue to pursue, then maybe that means being blessed in the long term. Maybe that means two or three years from now, I start getting the results I need. Or maybe that means not even being a surfer in a couple of years from now or doing something else. What The way I see success is that basically when my focus and my attention is on God, regardless of my results, um, he's going to give me, you know, all that I need. And yep. because I'm focused on him, I'll be content with that. Awesome. I love that. You're looking at it. Yeah. I just thought for fun, I just looked up the definition of success. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're talking about totally works. It says the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And if your aim and purpose is to honor God with your life, yeah, you're going to have success. He's going to take care of the details. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So that, I mean, Proverbs 2, 7. Yeah. Proverbs 2, 7. I just, yeah, I, I, I love the idea of kind of like, it's, it's not like, it's not circular reasoning. I don't really know how to say it, but it's like when your success isn't defined by (laughs) the competition, then being successful doesn't necessarily mean, you know, getting a good or bad result. It's, wanting what God wants for you. And then, so whatever happens that way, you're happy. Which we've talked about this before, even yesterday's heat, how freeing that is. Like, I really feel bad for people that don't have faith, that don't know the Lord, because it 
it's so much pressure on the person to like, everything's up to me, how this turns out. And my, I'll be devastated if I don't do well. Whereas mm-hmm. you have that freedom to be like, I'll do my best and that's successful. Yeah. And I'll trust and, God with results. And if God wants to, to bless me, uh huh, whether he chooses to or not, like, with a win, with, with yeah, let's yeah. say let's say that God wanted to bless me right with doing good in a contest because that's the des- a desire that I think He's given me. Then He will because my aim is to honor Him mm-hmm. and to be content with anything, yes, and to be humble in it, yes, and um, and maybe you're going to cover others, and so I don't want to like wear this one out, but also we've talked about how. If you were to lose, we can trust that God has a bigger picture. Somehow in the big picture of your life, this is actually mm. best for you. Yes. And it still can be seen as success. But let's go on because I yeah. know you've got others. Yeah. Well, so I just kind of went, I guess, kind of chronological order. And mm-hmm. we might not get that far. But <laughs> Proverbs 3, 2 says, um, for they will prolong and they, meaning the commands um, in your heart. Um, it says, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. And mm-hmm. so again, prosperity is not something that we can expect, right? It's it's a it's a gift and it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And when we are walking in a right relationship with God mm-hmm. and he gives it to us, I'm assuming that he's going to give it to us and we're going to feel better about it than say we were not walking according mm-hmm. to his word and not walking in a good relationship with God. We w- can't necessarily expect for that prosperity to come. And that prosperity can simply be a peace of mind. Yes. So, you know, if if I'm keeping God's commands throughout the Bible, all the different commands that there are, um, and my heart is right, I can be in the worst situation in life, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. God's peace will come upon me just because I, my, my walk is right and my mm-hmm. heart is right. Yes. And so, again, the prosperity doesn't necessarily mean material goods or results or whatever. It just means yeah. my mind will be at peace and I will be standing yeah. right before God. Yes. And that's that in, its, in, an, in and of itself is the prosperity that I want. So I love that. Um, and again, if there is some sort of benefits or blessings, then, then that's amazing. Then right. great. At least I can feel good about it because I know that I've been honoring right. God with everything I've been doing. Yes. And I think if you look at people who we really respect and look up to and you observe their life and the choices they make, they are, you can see a, a trail of like choices that were made that honored God, that were good and upright, maybe saying no to worldly things that were tempting mm. or shortcuts to mm-hmm. get to success. And you're like, oh my goodness, look at these people, how, how cool it is to see the blessing of God on their life. Sometimes it takes longer. Sometimes it looks different, yeah. but you can see that that type of prosperity, which is the good kind that you really want. Okay, I'll let you go on. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that though. Um, <laughs> here's a really simple one, oh, but I really like. I like that you like this one. <laughs> Proverbs 12, 1, and that is whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. Ooh, yeah. And that's, again, that's the NIV version. So I, like I don't know it. if they were throwing around the word stupid in other translations, well, but I just, <laughs> I like that. I like that translation because it's kind of simple. Right? But yeah, I mean, um, Growing up, you guys have obviously, I mean, you guys didn't necessarily give us too much of an option when we were younger to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, you're going to be disciplined. And as I've gotten older, I've realized so much that disciplining myself Mm -hmm. 
even though it's hard in the moment, even though it's hard all the time, mm-hmm. it brings about the best results. And that is with reading the Bible. That's with my walk with God. That's with surfing. That's with doing chores. chores. <laughs> that's with making my bed. That's with everything, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and I, it says loves knowledge. And um, I'm not going to try to, uh, like, I'm not going to try to misinterpret that. Um, but knowledge, knowledge, loving knowledge is a great thing, Mm -hmm. right? Loving, knowing how things work and knowing things in general is a good thing. And so loving whoever loves discipline, loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. So I just, um, yeah, yeah, I want to love knowledge and I want to know more and discipline will bring that about. So, okay. So let's just talk to the kids out there who might be listening, who are like, ah, I hate discipline. I want to play video games and I just don't want it. I mean, your little brother struggled with this. Like it's hard to motivate to do hard things. Well, just if you think about that simple sentence, I don't like discipline. I just want to do this. That sounds like it's coming from someone that doesn't have a lot of knowledge, right? Or wisdom. Interesting. So if you think about it, if, if they're able to have the discipline to say no to that, they're going to have the knowledge and the foresight to know that this is better for me. Okay, so sometimes the action comes first and you just yes. have to trust someone like you who's walked through it and say, okay, I'm going to do the hard things. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's how that's how it is. I mean, I can say especially just with surfing, right? Like, right. well, I don't want to work hard. I think I can maybe just make it by just, you know, surfing when I want to or training when I want to. Well, someone that's experienced and who's actually become successful is going to tell me, no, I'm telling you right now that mm-hmm. only the disciplined people will make it to that, mm. you know, to the top. So good. Um, and so I have to trust that and they have that knowledge that I want to have. And yeah. so for me to get that knowledge, I have to be dis- disciplined like them and, um, you know, so stay disciplined. Awesome. Um, Proverbs 13, 20, walk with the wise and become wise for a company of fools suffers harm. It's a favorite. And that's something, um, I mean, there's a lot of different uh, versions of that same verse, I think, throughout Mm -hmm. Proverbs, Um, like iron sharpens iron and a lot of other verses. But um, you guys have always told us brothers to live out that verse. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I can say has kept me out of a lot of trouble and kept me out of a lot of harm and um, has only helped me for the better because, um, you know, when you're uh, unequally yoked, you get pulled down. And, um, you know, I, I've, I, someone gave me, who was it recently? I think it was maybe the Hulses when I stayed with them in San Clemente. Mm. Auntie Cheryl told me there's the analogy of when you stand on a chair, it's really easy to pull someone down, but when you're standing on a chair trying to pull someone up, it's a lot harder. Right. So just the idea that people that are, you know, let's just say, making worse decisions than you are Mm -hmm. right in life. It's a lot easier for someone like that to pull you down from where you are to where they are, than it's going to be for you to pull them up. And so that being said, try to walk with people that are either wiser than you or making the same decisions as you. And that's going to help you um, long-term. Awesome. Instead of trying to either pull someone out who doesn't want to, or Uh um, let someone pull you down. So good, Luke. So good. Yep. And then um, just another chapter later, Proverbs fourteen twelve. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. And that's a pretty um, no-nonsense verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so true. Oh, my goodness. Like I can just say growing up, 
how many times I've heard from different people that, um, you know, I've kind of been used discernment not to listen to. I've heard the things they've said and um, I've heard the encouragement that they've given and I've seen what that encouragement has done for other people. And maybe it hasn't brought about death, but it's brought about a lot of bad things Mm -hmm. and um, things that are of the nature of death. And so (laughs) I can definitely say that um, there is always a way that seems right. And Mm -hmm. in the end, it leads to death. And that that could be anywhere. That could be in surfing. That could be at school. That could be um, in college. That could be in work. There's mm-hmm. there's always going to be the temptation and the flattery of evil mm-hmm. lifestyle and and wrongdoing. Yeah, and I think this is especially relevant right now in our world when there's so many um, messages that sound so good and they have a little bit of truth, but then there's a lie mixed in there. And it's some of the phrases like I've talked about on the podcast before, but you know, like live your truth or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's all about doing what feels right. And those things can be tempting because they sound good, but they are, leading to death well and how not about god's truth well and how about when you're younger and all of your friends are doing it yeah. and it's like this just seems right everyone's doing it right like this really does seem right because if everyone else who's my age in my peer group is doing this thing mm-hmm. it must be right you know totally and when you read a verse like that when you're little it kind of gives you that oh wait so there's things that seem right that aren't right mm-hmm. that are actually really really bad and then you go okay well next time i'm in a situation i'll I'll think about that again. So um, true. And go, oh, maybe not. Maybe this isn't best for me. Yeah. And I think in case there's any teenagers listening or if parents are dealing with some of the bigger topics, we've recently around our dinner table had conversations about some of the drugs and things that people are doing right now and who will actually argue with you and try to tell you how good they are and good for you. Mm. And um, just how important it is to know that the things that may seem right to some people are going to lead to death in yeah. one way or another, yeah. whether it's physical or spiritual, relational, mental, a, <laughs> mental. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's so true. It's just, yeah. Discernment is so true, especially when things seem too good to be true. That's <laughs> especially when you need to have discernment oh, yeah. and, and ask someone that you respect that, you know, is wise. So good. Um, uh, next would be Proverbs fourteen twenty three. This is just kind of a a cool statement. I like to re- read things like this in Proverbs. It says, "All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty." Um, That's so. And it's fun just to like when you when you when you read a verse like that and you highlight it and you write it down on a piece of paper. Um, you can be talking with someone one day and kind of maybe getting a little bit ahead of yourself, and then you'll remember <laughs> that verse and go, "Hold up." <laughs> Mere talk leads to poverty. Maybe I should actually do something about what I'm talking about and just, you know, bite your tongue and just kind of go, all right, I'm going to go surf now or I'm going to go do school now. Um, Instead of talking about what I'm doing, I'm going to go do it. Um, I just like those kind of really easy to interpret verses. Yes. Um, And then let me find, oh, here's a good one. Um, Proverbs 16.3. Uh, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Mm. Um, that kind of goes back to, I think, what we were talking about earlier with um, just prosperity and success. Right. And <laughs> 
I, I, this is actually almost, I would almost argue this is a better version of the verse, if that mm. kind of makes sense. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Yeah. So instead of saying, instead of it saying, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will grant you success. Yeah, or bless your plans. Yeah, he's saying he will establish your plans. Mm. What better plans to have than plans that are established by God? Yeah. I mean, you can't doubt those plans. You mm. can't be worried that those plans aren't going to work out in some way. Like, if you truly trust God with your life and with and with everything that's going to happen, then there's no better place to be than in a place of accepting and trusting God's plan for your life because you've committed to him everything so you're doing. So and so with my surfing and with everything else, I've always, it's always been my prayer and my, my heart's um, intent that God's plan would be true in my life and it would be active in my life. And so... Mm. <clears throat> Again, with surfing, that could mean losing and losing and losing and losing and never even getting a good result until that's it. I'm gone, right? Or it could mean losing and losing and losing until I do good, or it could mean just doing good always. It doesn't matter to me. It's whatever God's plans are, that's what I want to accept. Because mm. if I'm not accepting his plans, then I'm obviously walking darkness mm. and um, that's only going to hurt me. Wow. Solid. Um, and that can that can be you know used by anyone in er any area of life. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Okay, yeah, here's here's a good one. Um, so Proverbs one says, let me go back to it really quick. Um, <laughs> Proverbs one verse seven says, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction." And the fear of the Lord is a term that um, I think I, I probably don't have the best definition of exactly what it is, but I would say fear of the Lord, the best definition I would give is having a correct fear of the Lord. It doesn't mean being afraid of his fury and his anger, right? It means having a respect for God that is correct, mm -hmm. like a son would have for his parents or his father, mm -hmm. like a correct fear where mm -hmm. you respect him and you understand them to the point that you know their authority mm -hmm. and you know their, their judgment. Yeah. Really. And, and that much more with God, like, and that much more with awe God and wonder and like holy understanding of yes. his greatness. Exactly. Fear of the Lord is kind of, it's a really tricky phrase that I've heard. I've heard definitely some people, I think, misuse but mm -hmm. also it's it's just hard sometimes to get a good and get a good understanding of uh -huh. it but i always read it and i understand it because i think of what it was like i mean what it's still like i'm not gonna say what, it's, <laughs> what it was like but especially what it was like when i was eight years old right mm -hmm. and and what was my relationship with with dad like mm. well i know that he loves me and i know that he wants the best for me but I also know that if I screw up mm -hmm. and he sees me screwing up and hurting myself, he's going to step in mm -hmm. and he's going to give me the discipline or mm -hmm. the consequences that I deserve, yeah. but because he loves me, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so good. understanding the fear of the Lord, that phrase is just like understanding that. Um, I, believe it's, I believe it's understanding that God wants the best for me and loves me mm -hmm. and sent his son to die on a cross for me, mm -hmm. but it's also knowing that because he loves me, he's going to have some, um, at least discipline in my life mm -hmm. and at least point that out to me. And, and he's going to, and he's going to do that whether I like it or not. 
That's right. right. And it's also knowing that he's the creator of the universe and mm-hmm. ultimately the only one who can um, uh, push judgment on anyone. That's right. <laughs> so um, anyways, that being said, there is that verse, the, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And then also in Proverbs, um, just a few chapters later, let me find this. It says in Proverbs 22, 4, it says humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. And so there's kind of another definition, if you will, of what the fear of the Lord is, and it's humility. And I just think that that's so cool to be able to look at humility and then look at that other verse um, and and look at the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and humility and how humility, you could almost say humility is the beginning of knowledge. And I just think that's so cool because in all areas of life, when we're humble, that's when we learn. And when we're humble, that's where we are at our at our best point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I just think that um, walking humility on a daily basis in everything we do is the best thing we can do. And humbling ourselves on a daily basis is the best thing we can do. Um, and it also says here that the wages are riches and honor in life. And even if they weren't that, I know that my heart is right when I walk in humility. And um, Kate, can I ask you to talk about something just real practically for yeah. people who maybe don't have, don't totally have a grasp on it? Because I think it can be confusing. The difference between humility and thinking poorly of yourself, like um, feeling like a loser or like um, insecure, yeah. lacking confidence. Can you be confident and humble? Yeah. I would say that... Um, Confidence comes from your identity and identity is not something that you can create because it's already been created by God. Hmm. And I think that um, through my faith and trust in God and um, my faith in um, Jesus' death and resurrection Mm -hmm. and power over my sin, Mm. that's where I draw my identity from. And so humility for me is going, okay, I'm a sinful man. I make mistakes. I blow it all the time. But God sent his son to die on a cross for me so that I could live forever, right? And not have the penalty of my sin over me. And so my humility and my confidence are almost wrapped up in the mm-hmm. same thing. And um, that, doesn't, that, doesn't necessarily me- that doesn't necessarily lead me to go, I'm so broken. I'm just so terrible. Woe is me. It also gives me the confidence to mm. know that I have the God of the universe mm. who loves me and want w- wants what's best for me. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, I that's mean that's so I think that's the right definition of humility. And I think that that understanding how you see them together mm-hmm. has come from a lot of years really digging in and studying, but it takes some time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it does take time to to understand it, and it also there is times where that that fact is um, tested in your life many times, you know, whether you do really good in a contest or you do really bad or a friend says something mean Mm. to you or, you know, whatever it is. Um, There's so many different, there's so many different times in life where you're tested and your faith has to um, stand strong in order to walk through it. Um, So yeah, that's, um, I really like that. I really like that bit in Proverbs about humility. Um, but if we do you, do you have want to share one more? Do you want to? Wrap I have up? I have um, one more. Okay, let's do one more. Yeah. Well, man, I have a couple more, <laughs> but I'll I'll just do I'll just yeah I'll just do this one. 
Um, <laughs> um, I really like Proverbs 29, 18. And it says, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. Mm. And so I think of that as, well, I like to think of like the, the Israelites um, mm-hmm. in Exodus and mm-hmm. how and even and even after that, just the tribe of Israel and or the nation of Israel, I should say, um, and how when you read the story of the Old Testament and you read through um, Exodus and then through um, Judges and First and Second Samuel, you're you're reading about people that just keep on blowing it, mm-hmm. and these are God's chosen people, and these are the people who God wanted to set apart, and time and time again they keep turning away from Him and they set up idols and they just forget about him and they don't, um, they don't even accept his, his, um, like, uh, what do you call it? They don't accept his promises. Like mm-hmm. they don't even care really. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of keep smacking your face. Like what is going on? Like, why aren't you guys just staying faithful to God? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Um, but it's, it's true. And, and it, no matter where you're at in life, you can look around at people who you understand have seen God's goodness and his and his faithfulness and his blessings and yet still cast off restraint because there hasn't been any revelation of some big sort in their life you know as of recent and and wisdom is to or or i'd I'd say um, yeah wisdom is reading god's word and recalling his faithfulness Mm. and recalling his promises and remembering that he's still the one on the throne mm-hmm. and that he's still in control and that nothing is going to, nothing, nothing is going to change about that fact. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, uh, knowing that when there's no revelation, that doesn't mean that God isn't still living and moving and working in my life. It's just, um, quiet. And maybe God's testing me with that. Right. And, and maybe he's testing whoever it is that feels that way. That's right. I was going to say, cause there may be seasons where you don't feel super inspired yeah. or you're not in the mood to read your Bible, even Proverbs, but you're yeah. saying then recall the things he's done. The, Turn to the word. Yeah. Yeah. The Go back, find this you. verse and see, Oh, well, I guess sometimes there's just no revelation, but that doesn't mean I should cast off restraint. Right. And also Reflect on your own life and all the times God has provided for you. Mm. And I mean, when I hear somebody say something like, oh, if God were real, he would prove himself. And I'm like, well, did you wake up today? Are you breathing? Mm. You know, do do you have someone in your life who cares about you? So I think there's a time to just reflect and go, wow, God has been good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's a a good daily practice. Yeah. I I think that... um, just the simple idea of writing down prayers and answers to prayers and um, keeping that, if not in your mind, um, filed away, mm-hmm. then keep it on paper filed away so that you can turn to it yeah. when you're feeling um, that there hasn't been revelation or there hasn't been some big um, step in your faith. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that's sometimes I think that those quiet times and those droughts you could call them are actually when God wants you to learn the most Mm. um, or at least learn something big and that's definitely been the case for me so so good yeah I mean that's we just picked out whatever a lot we're gonna have all those written down in show notes yep but there's so much I mean those are just some you know like the crazy thing about Proverbs is that I mean every single verse has wisdom and has truth and um, it's just all there for us 
so we can good. look at it anytime. Okay, so if kids listening think they'd like to listen to you more, when when are you going to start your own podcast, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Problems maybe with Luke. Maybe I'll just do something on Instagram. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Or you, you and have your quite brothers. a production. I don't know if you, I could mimic that. No, but you and your brothers should like bring back Jonah's Truth for Youth oh, podcast. Yeah. I think we. Fun. I could do a podcast just with proverbs and just go through a verse and you look sure at could. it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I. I'm after reading proverbs since I was, you know, as as young old, as young as I could read or as old as I could read. Um, I still haven't. Yeah. completely figured everything out, right? right? And I still haven't completely taken to heart every single verse. So mm-hmm. um, there's just every single day there's something new to learn in there. There is. Well, thank you for sharing this inspiration with us. I'm inspired. I want to go back and read more Proverbs. Oh, well, maybe we can do that after this. <laughs> I mean, we've kind we of been will. doing it all yes. day, but yeah, we, we can do more. <laughs> we will do more. Well, thanks for being here. And um, I'm sure people... Uh, will want to follow you where can they find you maybe instagram's the easiest place yeah instagram's the easiest place just luke swanson underscore and uh, i'm trying to get better at posting more regularly and um i really definitely want to do more stuff like this on there so yep all right well thanks for being here and thanks everyone for being here yeah thank you guys thank you for listening really appreciate it thank you mom yep aloha see ya All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed that conversation nearly as much as I did. And I hope you can share this with somebody, maybe someone who's not a regular listener of the podcast. And you can send them straight over to show notes if you like. And today's show notes are found at monicaswanson.com forward slash Proverbs dash Luke. All right, again, Proverbs dash Luke. And uh, I'll be sharing the Proverbs that he mentioned as well as any other notes and a free printable there, which will be a great thing to use with the kids this summer as perhaps they are ready to learn some Proverbs and apply them to their own lives, right? So if you enjoyed this episode, it'd be great if you would share it in a social media story, perhaps. You can just take a screenshot of this episode. And if you're sharing it on Instagram, you can tag me at Monica Swanson underscore. You can also tag Luke at Luke Swanson underscore. And also just be sure that you have, um, I guess we call it subscribed or followed these days, this podcast episode by clicking on that little plus sign or follow in your podcast app. And uh, you can get on my weekly email list if you're not already an email subscriber. I love to bless you guys with a weekly email with anything new, exciting, fun, funny, helpful. And you can become an email subscriber at monicaswanson.com forward slash subscribe. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Can't wait to share Jonah and more talk about Proverbs from a little different angle next week. I think you're going to love this. So bring the kids, come back and see you next week. And in Until then, aloha.